you've I remember this case, like this case that I had seen, I think it was like um a girl, like a young black girl. She was maybe sixteen, sixteen or seventeen. 15 between 15 and 17 at the time and like this man met her when she like he met her on a on a prostitution type of website right mm-hmm. and it's like um she basically she basically was um like when she was she was 13 or 14 when she started like having like sex and stuff like that with the man and stuff and like her family obviously she it was it was a bad girl so her family was like a a bit like I don't know kind of like rough and then like stuff like obviously stereotypical black person you'd say Mm -hmm. and what happened is that at some point she basically killed the man like she was still a minor at that time she basically got to the point where she killed the man and like left with his um car and essentially what happened is that the man had already been kind of um like seen by police for child pornography the only issue is that he only had child pornography of black children and the thing is they basically let it slide like they let him go without any kind of issue like it would have happened if it was like children of any other race or ethnicity, right? And the thing that's going to be pressed on that case is that this child, this child basically told the story that um the man basically tried to kind of rape her. Mm-hmm. And that's when she basically killed him in self-defense and ran away with his car. And then she basically got trialed as an adult. Like Boy. the crime, the crime happened when she was a minor. She was obviously being sex trafficked by this horrible man that already had history of child pornography that was known by police and stuff like that. But that was basically let to go into the wild world as long as he wasn't hurting black kids. And then all of a sudden, he basically, I don't know. Like he groomed like, child and he raped children, but she is the one that is going. She got child and she got charged like full, like life in prison and, and stuff like that. Like without parole, so I guess. I don't really remember, but she really was like she was charged like full on. Yes, like I remember. I think and I saw the case on Twitter, and something else i saw another case like that was like i think an indigenous woman so native american woman and american woman that was that had gone missing and basically was killed but the way that the police has handled this is basically a few like a few months before this exactly what has happened to that girl happened to a white girl and the whole media of the area like was covering it and was really like saying, you know, how like like this white girl has gone missing and then she's got killed. So it had like a whole lot of media coverage and stuff like that. And then once it was like this indigenous woman that, you know, mm-hmm. all of this happened to, the police wasn't even gonna consider it as a missing person's case in the first place. They were just like they, they were just acting like, oh, this is just an indigenous woman that 
has nothing in her head and she just ran away or something. And then it's the family that investigated to the point where and and they tr- really tried to rally the community. Like they really had to do so much more to like so much more than the white girl. Because basically when the white girl disappeared in the community, the like the media and the police basically picked up the case by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But like for this girl that like after a few months that she you know all of this is happening to her and stuff like that her family and everyone they really had to rally people and to they really had to do like so much extra to to have like the case um covered like go to covered and going to anywhere and i don't know i mean i don't know but it's really a fact that i've noticed that like you know crime content in general like on the media on tv radio documentaries whatever like it's always really got a tendency to be true crime like it's got a, a basic scenario of like basically white people having horrible things happening to them rarely having true crime content about people of color but then we're getting killed too i mean i'm not it's not a competition but we are getting killed at like really alarming rate and like really horrible things are happening to us in our community and it's not considered it's not really like i don't know i don't know if there's like statistics about it but really like the true crime content out there about us is not the same amount as the true crime content about a basic white girl that was in her room and and just got killed by a random serial killer like first of all like um you know the girl you talked about, like the the black girl who killed the the man, um, the black girl who killed the her rapist because he's this is what he is a rapist. Makes me think about um, Albert Fish. I don't know if you know about him. I don't. I'm not a fan of people from true crime. I don't know the names. I just listen oh. to it. it. Enters by one ear, goes out by the other ear, and yeah. then I retain <laughs> the situation in case that could happen to me. Yeah. So please don't tell me the names because I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> so basically, what this guy used to do. First of all, this guy was like a cannibal, a child rapist, and a murderer. Like, like he, like he got everything you shouldn't. I like. think I've heard of that story actually. This man used to target like black. Asian and indigenous children because he knew that the police would never investigate the case. He knew that like if a black boy disappeared, nobody like expect, except his family or his community would like be interested by uh, the fact that he disappeared. So this reminds me of a case. Wait, give me one second. This reminds me of a case, right? Does this man, so it was like a middle-aged white man whatever he was basically kind of like rich like he had a huge property he had his own business and his business was that he would do kind of like like landscaping like gardening and stuff like that for people so like people who have like really big properties like he would do all the mapping like all the like how they their garden would be like and stuff like that so this man was actually was he was actually flipping gay he would go on like downtown like in the like pick up some some men like some you know mm-hmm. gay men and basically he would kill them like and and it wasn't 
any gay men. It would be like gay men, like brown, black or brown gay men. Yeah. So it would be like, for example, it could be a refugee. One of his victims was not a refugee, but he was a illegal immigrant mm-hmm. that left his country and came to the to the I, I think the US or Canada. I'm not really sure where that case happened, but all of his victims were like none of them was like white gay men right all of them was gay men of color so he would kill them and then he would um kind of like bury them on the in the houses of the people that he worked for someone imagine like this guy is your gardener he's gonna come and plant a tree or, or plant like so many things so he's gonna be digging up some holes he's gonna be coming in and out and you don't really check what he's doing so he's basically buried all these men into so many 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 like houses and it there was a pattern because all these men would come from the same area around the same people and the so those so it was he was basically a serial killer but he he was like unnoticed for so long just because the police wouldn't take the case like it's not even that the police wouldn't take the case it's like if it felt like the police wouldn't even see that there was a case there like these people like brown gay people oh whatever we don't care like whatever happened to them like it was really like they really took the case but very like reluctantly type of i don't you know, know how to explain this you know you know what they used to do in like 1918 in america no because i wasn't there <laughs> Yes, of course. Like, if you were you were a black journalist, you wouldn't be authorized to cover white people missing case. You wouldn't uh, have the right to cover like cases about white people. You just had the right to cover like cases about people of your community, but you could not publish it because they didn't want cases about black people in the journal. They didn't want case about indigenous people in the journal. So as a black journalist or like even a black cop, you could not help your community because the system that you work in didn't want to highlight things that happened to the people of your community. I think I've already spoken about this at some point, but it's really a case of like, that was in the day and age where like less than 50 years before that or less than I don't know 20 30 years before that these people used to kill and eat black people as a delicacy or like oppress indigenous people to some horrible extent and basically committed the flipping genocide against them do you really think that all of a sudden they're gonna create a climate or have any kind of a situation where they will consider anything bad that happened to these people as a crime. They don't consider it as a crime because it's like, it's basically normal in the time that this is happening in that these kind of things happen to that kind of people. But it's not normal that that kind of thing has happened to their people. I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok uh, about like the rape law. Like it was the it was a law that stated that black women like in that in those time couldn't be raped because they were naturally promiscuous, and so the act of like having sex with a black woman uh, against her will wasn't rape because she was like naturally a sexual being. 
So you couldn't consider that doing things with her against her will was like a crime. That's what I'm trying to say. That is literally what I'm trying to say. It's very much dependent on the context that was happening in those days and and the fact that these people really, really decided to to create this, this, I don't know, to it's not create, but it's really uphold an image that wasn't really actual anymore and I feel like all of this has really like come back into what is happening now like today because I know like first of all I don't like when I see true crime content is most often white women or white people in general that are doing true crime content like on the internet, like YouTube, whatever. I know this one girl, her name is Leave. She does like true crime content. Like she's a black woman. She does true crime content. But like still, I'm not going to say that she doesn't cover cases that involve black people, but more of the cases that she covers don't involve black people yeah, and involve right. very few Asian people. So the thing, like what I think is because of this kind of like, erasure that has happened of black cases or like cases involving people of color in general I feel like there's a ton and a ton and a ton of cases involving people of color that have not been documented first of all that have not been investigated and resolved and that there's like this kind of like that is still until today there's kind of like this kind of belief that you know Mm -hmm. it's happening to a person of color is not that horrible you know what is the white missing girl syndrome yeah i've heard about it's like kind of when yeah like we've seen it happen like recently with like gabby petito when like the whole world went crazy as in where's this girl where's da 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 and then the only thing is i'm like every single day on twitter i see so many 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 reports of missing people like missing black women with missing asian women missing native american women missing any ethnicity that isn't white but none of these missing people reports on twitter have ever made it to cnn Yes, because suddenly when it's a non-white people, it's not important enough because if you cover a case about Black people or Indigenous people, your white audience wouldn't feel represented. And that's literally what they say, that they cannot cover cases about like Black people or Indigenous people because the white audience wouldn't feel represented. So they wouldn't watch it like... In the 1990s, uh, like journalists used to um, to refer to the their audience as uh, female white girls under 15. I like, feel like a lot of like one thing that a lot of people like tend to kind of forget or not consider because you talk about this and then people would say, "Oh my god, like you really want to make everything about race." Yeah, but and I'm like, is about race is everything is literally about race because at the time like at the time that journalists like that journalism was really starting out and everything and all of this was starting out the rule of thumb was literally 
censor these cases because in the community and in the life and whatever we don't really cover this and it's like i don't know if you've heard of the experience of the monkey and the ladder this is literally i'm gonna explain it literally this way right Mm -hmm. so at the beginning of the experiment you take a population of monkeys and you put them in a in a room and you put a ladder and you put some bananas at the top of the ladder right Mm-hmm. So whenever any of the monkeys try to, you know, get up the ladder and grab some bananas, you like put rainfall on them, right? So the more you do that, the more the monkeys are going to associate climbing the ladder with rainfall. So anytime a monkey is going to try to climb the ladder, all of the other monkeys, because they do not want to have the rain, they would stop him, right? Oh, so if you take, if you now take a monkey that has, uh, like, let's say you put an umbrella on the monkey and you put that monkey inside of the population of these monkeys that have now learned to associate the rain with um, climbing the ladder. If the monkey with the umbrella tries to climb the ladder, even if it is not going to feel the effects of the rain. It is still going to get beat up. I get because it. the other monkeys still like kind of, um, kind of have this thing where if you climb the thing, then the rain is going to start falling on you. I don't know if that makes sense. Like you get me up to, up to now, right? Yes. So this new monkey that was introduced that has an umbrella and that would not be subjected to the rain, which was the original reason why people um, are like the monkeys wouldn't want to climb the ladder, would still pick up on the, the issue because he, instead of associating climbing the ladder with, you know, getting the rain, it will associate climbing the ladder with getting beat up by the other monkeys. So at some point, as you're changing the population and the original monkeys that actually didn't want to climb because of the rain aren't there anymore, and the monkeys with the umbrellas have associated climbing the ladder with getting violence, then new monkeys are introduced that try to climb the ladder and they get just they they just really get beat up straight away and it has nothing to do with any of the original reason which is that the rain is going to fall because throughout the experiment at some point when you've introduced the monkey with the umbrella you have stopped actually the rain i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say i do i do so So it's basically how like these kind of um concepts or this kind of ways of doing this kind of like for example at that time then they've said oh we're censoring these cases because this doesn't represent the social climate or the social um image that we want to bring out right now and we've decided to censor out all of these cases and this is how the press is going to function this is a concept that's been transmitted from that time up until now and people are applying it without even knowing the reason why they're applying it first of all which in for example if we come back to our case of the monkey and the rain is that it's no longer raining in the environment so why are you doing this 
I don't know if you get what I mean. So the, the time has changed, the, the environment and the whole thing has changed, so but you're still going to be practicing exactly the same thing when the reason why they were doing it in the first place is no longer existent. Hmm. So we're still going to be here having a true crime being like in a target as, you know, at that audience that you talked about, like the, the white girl between a certain age in her household trying to be uh, made felt like she's safer inside of the home type of thing. Mm-hmm. We're always going to have that. But people don't know why they're upholding this anymore. White women aren't even staying in the house like that no more. I <laughs> say I don't know if she get me, and it's like the one unfortunate thing that I I think is that this has really, like, like really strengthened the idea that anything that happened, like anything horrible that happened, only matters when it happens to white people, literally. I'm like, not gonna talk about Ukraine because it's not the moment, but <clears throat> Ukraine. Know. Oh my god. Ukraine. That is like, like, that is I've it's like this is this is the like the most typical example because like you watch the news and I I was so shocked by this. So you're watching the news and you hear these people basically saying something along the lines of this kind of thing only happens like this is so yeah, I've heard in the news this is a civilized this is a civilized country. This is a civilized country. And this this should have, this is not a, any an educated and civilized country. It is really so basically the saying when it's the Arabs, it's fine that it happens. When it's black people, when it's Congo, when it's Yemen, when it's whatever, any of our countries that still have been in wars for like years and years and years then it's fine because it should happen it should happen in that kind of neighborhood but then when it comes to like europe which is historically literally the first continent to have introduced bloody wars to the to the world then all of a sudden we start talking about the fact that like it shouldn't oh be God, happening so it's really like parallel with true crime in a certain way because it really reinforces the idea that like when what happens crime of colors like when crimes are happening to, to minorities it doesn't count because that's what's supposed to happen to them yes because i'm not even i don't even get i don't even get i don't even get the 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 kind of like the reason why we call anything that is not white a minority because they are literally the minority of I this planet you like why are we the people that are like minorities? It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sort of sense because the we, like they are the smallest demographic on the whole planet, but then they want to call other people minorities. I don't understand. Me neither. You see what happens with like uh, Gabby Petito and uh, the, 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 the native girls. <laughs> this this case is like like alarming like how many native girls like go missing every year like in canada and in the u.s and the- and the thing is the thing is it's not even it's not even something that you would just kind of only um 
apply to the US or America. It really is broadened to the whole Western world. Cause like in I know in certain neighborhoods, like in France, for example, or in the UK, like in the UK, there was a case of this um of this girl that she basically she was fine. She had no issue. She just went to like to I think she was on holiday or she was on on whatever she was. She was really by herself, but she was messaging her family. She had no issue, no problem. Her whole like everything was basically fine. And nobody like she didn't even give any sign of like she wasn't she was gonna commit suicide or anything of the kind, really. And then she was found dead at the beach. Oh god. Oh god. And then the police has basically ruled it um as a the police has basically ruled it as a suicide and no investigation was made. But everyone is positive to say that this girl had absolutely no background of mental illness, mental health issue, or like of depression or of any issue that could have pushed her to commit suicide. Or like, for example, you go to like certain neighborhoods, like in 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 France, or you know the the I'd say like the rough neighborhoods, like big quotes. You go there, people go missing all the time. People are killed. A whole bunch of horrible things happen there. But the police only want to pursue one narrative in this kind of cases. They are coming to arrest people who do drugs. Yes, like what they do is they they label that like they're, they're labeling like people of color as people who have like dangerous lifestyle. Even if even if you have a typical basic lifestyle, they will label you as like a person that has a dangerous lifestyle. And what I don't understand is the fact that, especially in France, again, because that's something that I've seen, I feel like you're really not allowed to be poor. Because, of course, if you're poor and you don't have money, which is the, the case of a whole lot of people, then that's where you're going to live. That is the kind of places, the kind yeah. of neighborhoods that's where you're going to live. And it basically means that if you're poor and you live in those neighborhoods, all you're going to be assigned to is, oh, yeah, you're a rough person that has a dangerous lifestyle, like you said. And then all it's going to be is whatever happens to you, it happens because, because, tu fais partie de la racaille. Exactly. That's literally exactly. What's gonna, what is going to be considered as when, like, no offense, but the people, like, this is something that I really struggle with. Like, drugs cost money a lot of money people who consume drugs are not poor thank you thank you you know there there was there was this case like one year ago when they found that like rich like uh people in the uh 16th district of paris there is a rampant case of addiction to drugs there and people were shocked because how how in this like predominantly white uh, district, how in that uh, part of the town where people have money and everything, how can they do drugs? Because drugs, uh, drugs is like something poor, poor uh, black people, poor Arab people do. Drugs is not something uh, for like rich white people. You see what I'm talking about? 
it's like for me it's just something that just is really funny because like from like as, as far as I'm concerned I don't think France produces cocaine it might produce cocaine but I don't think it does so as far as I'm concerned you know for a fact that your country doesn't produce drugs so the drugs are definitely coming from somewhere to that country so you've failed to prevent the drugs from coming into your country in the first place and I don't think you have failed I actually think you've let it slide because it's bringing in money into the country because it's like it's not a small amount of drugs like you have to bribe people big time to get drugs into a country there's like a whole lot of systems and stuff like that around it so you've now let the, the drugs coming into the country yeah mm-hmm. you've now let the the consumers so the people who have two thousand euros to spend on drugs easy you've now let them with no scars they can keep on spending 2,000 euros on drugs if they'd like. But the poor people who have little to no access to a job that helps them pay their, their bills and help them put food on the table to the extent to which they now have to start selling drugs because everything is like so hard on them are the ones that are the bad guy. That's what I'm trying to say that you really aren't allowed to be poor because everything is like escalated. You can get murdered. It doesn't matter because you're poor. You you can get anything. It doesn't matter because you're poor. But then like coming back to true crime, like for real, for real. And the fact like the, like kind of like the impact of, you know, I don't know, like kind of like this new era of the internet with all this content that we've got. We've got podcasts, we've got YouTubers doing true crime content. We've got the traditional TV shows about true crime. We've got all the books, like the thrillers and stuff like that about crime and all. And I I don't really know what to think about it because the argument, there was an argument against having all of this like true crime becoming a mainstream thing on the fact that a lot of people used to say, you know, the more you democratize true crime, the more people would have ideas to commit crime. Yes, but copycat has have always existed. Like like people when people uh were reading books people used to people used to like copycat uh crimes on books people used to copycat crimes on like tv shows so it's not i don't think that it's the 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 true crime the problem is not the true crime because even like fake crime quotes fake crime is uh getting like copied in like the like now that we've got all this true crime content i think it's got like more positive than negative because first of all it's brought awareness because like i feel like people are very much like careless and trusting and a lot of people just really feel like oh yeah this only happens to other people like this this could never be me or this could never happen to me but true crime has really brought this level of like carefulness and this level of like I'm not saying you've become paranoid but you've become very aware of what's going on around you you've yeah. like you're not just like trusting strangers you're not you know is especially as a woman like in a 
community where like and, and that's why like people say like women listen to true crime because they feel like they have to learn how to protect themselves and they feel like they have to distance themselves from the scenarios in the true crime and they're like oh yeah I'm, I've listened to this podcast I've listened to this whatever and about this true crime and then this could never be me because like this like, is my I life to prevent that yeah this, this type of like this type of situations but then what I think is the real benefit of like true crime like becoming very like mainstream and stuff like that is like the help that a lot of people get especially on cold cases or missing person cases because a whole lot of people are true crime listeners nowadays there's crime stoppers for example where you can like like basically you've heard of you know you've heard of a case a cold case or anything or an ongoing case on tv or whatever you've heard of it you have a tip or a hint or anything about it because like I feel like a lot of people get as well like scared of going to law enforcement going to the police to talk about yeah i've seen a Especially crime or yeah I've seen uh, like, because we've already seen cases where they were like friends they oh my god i remember this case of this 14 year old boy that was basically murdered he was taken to the electric chair yes I, I saw a video about him like just yesterday and he was like the youngest the youngest the youngest uh, person, person to, go to be executed with the, like yeah. um um how to say it the electric chair the electric chair and it take eight minutes can, can you imagine eight and he died before he left the boy because they told someone not not even a witness someone that's how they addressed it someone told this policeman that the kids uh might be a weird that's that's all so that's all it takes it's not that's not only what it is is that he basically the case was so horrible because this boy was at his house and these two girls on their bikes like just passed by and I think they asked him for direction or they asked him for something yes. silly. So they were seen stopping at his house and chatting to him and then they not, even, not even just him, him and his little sister that was there so when they, they left. left. So they left and this boy has got nothing to do with it. And then he got killed only for the police to find out who truly killed the girls by that person in the end confessing to has to having done before it. dying before but, dying you know who who this man the man that uh, allegedly killed the girls was the the um the the, the boy's father's employer who and that uh, is just Yes, go it's ahead. like I remember I saw a case of like a girl. It was a that is a contemporary case, like it's something that happened this year or last year. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So this girl has met like this black woman has met a white man oh God, older than her, significantly about. older than her on the internet. And oh, then oh, oh. after being after having been with that man, the next day she's pronounced dead. And then all of they say is that the man is not going to be brought into the investigation as a suspect because he seems like a nice guy and he doesn't have 
he doesn't have the face of the typical kind of people that would do this thing. You know, the and I'm basically people. coming back. It's like I'm basically coming back to this thing like this again, the monkeys and the ladder type of experiment. Like I feel like we're so focused. This is something that I've heard somewhere on the internet, but I really feel like we are so much more focused on being like descendant rather than being ancestors because like we are religiously reapplying things that do not apply to the time that we're living in anymore this is 2022 not 1997 but you really want to reinforce everything and all the values that people had based on the society that they were living back then and it's like if you deep it and if you get to the source of really the source of like what is the reason why in the days that were the days black people were left like for example in america or in france or in any of these countries like the reason why they was left to commit crime is because even though there was being declared that black people are equal to other like to white people mm-hmm. the people have never actually reinforced it or believed it because these people were not allowed to work in the same environment like there was stuff like apartheid like stuff like it's like white states and black states or white spaces and black spaces it's been like that for a whole lot these people didn't have the same access to instruction they didn't have any of the same as accesses that all the other people had as a consequence of the fact that they've been considered inferior for so many years so what do you like what makes you think that the people that had no access to any of the privileges and any of the things that these people have access to could build the same type of society. It has happened. There is a whole lot of many Black communities that have been built and that were very successful and thriving that have been destroyed by the KKK. Burned to the ground. But still, lynched. But still, what I'm trying to make as a point is you basically decide to say that Black people or people of color in general are troublemakers and are people who would would just like create like to commit crimes and they really fit the description of the people who would commit crimes. But the only thing is the context in which that was like that was the case was a context where these people weren't allowed to do anything else. But today this is 2022 and fucking Barack Obama has been president, even though that doesn't mean shit to me. And it's like you've got us like you've got people of color like doing insanely amazing amount of things and it doesn't mean that they have to be doing insanely amount of things to be considered in society it really just means that the context that all of these assumptions have been made in doesn't exist anymore but the monkeys are still punching monkeys who are trying to get on top of the ladder to get the bananas Let let me just come back to what you said like two minutes ago. You know, that like nice white guy trope saved so many killers. It saved so many killers. Like um, how Pogo the Clown, what was his name again? I forgot his name. 
just remember that he would dress as a clown. Uh, this man killed like tons of black and uh, white and every kind of people like black guys, white guys, Hispanic guys, Asian guys, and wolves like uh, put them, like put the bodies in his attic. The bodies stayed in his attic for 16 years and they didn't investigate on him because he had a family and he was like a nice white guy. This man, this, despite the fact that this man went to prison because he used to assault like young boys. And it's not, it's not even like just him. There are so many like white, um, white criminals. I remember that- this man. I remember this man. What he did was he was with his first uh, wife and his wife apparently died drowning in the, in the bathtub. And that was really sad and that was really horrible and stuff like that. And like his beloved wife, his poor children just died. That's really horrible. And basically he got married to another woman. But that woman's parents weren't really like okay with the, you know, the the fact like that she would marry him, right? But the only thing is, she ends up dying in the same circumstance as his other wife. And the only thing these people can think of saying is that poor, miserable man, all of his wives have died the same way and he's traumatized. So for years, just because of that way of thinking, there's been no investigation on it the first wife's case on the second wife's case and he was able to remarry and then obviously attempt the thing again get life insurance money from doing that and stuff like that so the thing is everyone in the community thought he can never do this he's such a nice guy it's always that (sighs) this is like this is just twisted it's sick and twisted. <sighs> Anyways, I'm the girl, and you're the gay, and this was... Girls, Gays, and Murders. Yeah, that is a wrap, and you're